Hello all, and welcome to another episode of Buzzing Hornet News Podcast. I am your host, Michael Madrigal, and today we'll be uncovering the nasty truth about our education system in America. Today we'll be covering topics such as the widening gap between rich and poor educational opportunities, the current education system and its flaws, first-hand witnesses of our troubled education system, and how you can help close the gap between the type of education that affluent and poor receive. This topic is an important one because education is one of the main equalizers in America and should stay that way. Without reform, our nation will stay stagnant and never grow. For as long as I can remember, education has been one of America's staples. The whole world has seen America as having a great educational system, but in recent years, America has steered away from this track. We will also be interviewing the famous Candace Summer as she shares her personal experience with the troubled education system in America. Today's podcast is an unbiased one. Our sources of info include the Washington Post, TED Talks with personal experiences, and fact-check journal entries. This topic may or may not directly affect you, but it will affect our whole course of history as a nation. So you better listen up. Did you know that children with money spend over 400 hours more in learning communities compared of that to children of impoverished backgrounds in their adolescent years? From the start, kids that come from an impoverished background are at a disadvantage. In today's society, it almost seems as though having a substantial amount of money is directly proportional to the type of educational opportunities you receive. Families with money have more opportunity to spend one-on-one time with kids and give them the chance to participate in all sorts of extracurricular activities such as dance, art, theater, music, sports, math, English, and science tutors, and much, much more. With these extracurricular activities, it allows for kids to learn, grow, and focus their attention on positive outlets. But nevertheless, Kids without the money to participate in extracurricular activities do not have the chance to grow and focus their attention positively. Families with low income are also increasingly stretched for time and money. Often, these kids are left behind, and that is due to our educational system. Most public schools do not give students the opportunity to even participate in programs such as these. But when compared to affluent white schools, these programs are almost expected. Professor Regardon found in a study that the gap in standardized test scores between affluent and low-income students had grown by 40% since the 1960s and is now double the testing gap between blacks and whites. Another study by Sambino Cormich found Americans at the upper end of the income spectrum when spending were were spending five times as much per child as low-income families. By 2007, the gap had grown nine to one. Spending by upper-income families had more than doubled, while spending by low-income families grew by 20%. As J. James J. Hermick says, 
The danger is we will revert back to the mindset of the war on poverty when poverty was just a matter of income and giving families were would and giving families more would improve the prospects of their children. If people conclude that, it's a mistake. The American education system has been held in high regard for many years, but that has not been the case recently. Our education system is supposed to provide all citizens with a high quality education and equip them to be prepared, efficient, and productive members of society for free. Most recently, the government has passed legislation like the NCLB Act or the No Child Left Behind Act. It was supposed to provide access to a high-quality education for all children, but in fact, in most cases, it ended up lowering standards and the critical educational skills that children need to be effective and innovative citizens and adults. Recent legislation has provided no real results in our education system, and it needs to change. Albert Schenker, the president of the American Federation of Teachers, even recognized the failure of public schools to educate all children adequately. This, in part, is because today's public education system has been made corporatization. The education leaders have their own personal agenda and political beliefs, which lead them to make the best decisions, to, which leads them to not make the best decisions for their students. In 2012, the American Psychological Association highlighted the continued disparities that exist with respect to access to early childhood education with working, poor, and middle-class families who are not eligible for a head start lacking access to quality education childhood education. The very programs that have been shown to lead to later school achievement. Having a sound public public education system is necessary for a sound democratic society. Our education system needs much reform, but it starts with you, the citizens. Without making a stand and pushing for change, nothing will ever happen. Lastly, we will hear a short clip from Candace Summers' recent TED Talk. She gives her first-hand example and personal experience with the troubled public education system in America. At five years old, I had to take an hour-long bus ride to a faraway place to get a better education. At five years old, I thought everyone had a life just like mine. I thought everyone went to school and were the only ones using the brown crayons to color in their family portraits while everyone else were using the peach colored ones. At five years old, I thought everyone was just like me. But as I got older, I started noticing things like, how come my neighborhood friends don't have to wake up at five o'clock in the morning and go to a school that's an hour away? How come I'm learning to play the violin while my neighborhood friends don't even have a music class? Why were my neighborhood friends 
learning and reading material that I had done two to three years prior. See, as I got older, I started to have this unlawful feeling in my belly, like I was doing something that I wasn't supposed to be doing, taking something that wasn't mine, receiving a gift, but with someone else's name on it. All these amazing things that I was being exposed to and experiencing, I felt I wasn't really supposed to have. I wasn't supposed to have a library, fully equipped athletic facilities, or safe fields to play in. I wasn't supposed to have theater departments with seasonal plays and concerts, digital, visual, performing arts. I wasn't supposed to have fully resourced biology or chemistry labs, school buses that brought me door to door, freshly prepared school lunches, or even air conditioning. These are things my kids don't get. You see, as I got older, while I was grateful for this amazing opportunity that I was being given, there was this ever-present pang of, but what about everyone else? There are thousands of other kids just like me who deserve this too. Why doesn't everyone get this? Why is a high-quality education only exclusive to the rich? It was like I had some sort of survivor's remorse. All of my neighborhood friends were experiencing an educational train wreck that I was saved from through a bus ride. I was like an educational Moses screaming, let my people go to high quality schools. I'd seen firsthand how the other half was being treated and educated. I'd seen the educational promised land and I could not for the life of me justify the disparity. There are many ways one can help close this gap between affluent and wealthy educational opportunities. For example, you can go to www.donorschoose.org and help donate to an underprivileged classroom. This will give them support and access to supplies that teachers and students might not normally have. You can also advocate for your government to push for change and reform. And lastly, you can invest in your own and your children's education and make the best of all po opportunities possible. Because in the end, no matter how much reform happens, if you don't invest in yourself and take initiative, our nation will remain undereducated. Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of Buzzing Hornet News. It has been fun to try to help shed light on these deep disparities in our educational system. I hope my podcast can touch you in some way, shape, or form. And remember, education should be equal for all.